puts it on to toe. There is no wallaby at the back. It just has to sit up, and it does. Ollie, over he goes. Brad Foley scores the try. Wallabies are back, baby. Yes, hello everyone and welcome back to the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. We have been off and about just hitting the reset button over the last couple of weeks, but it is great to be back on your listening devices. Sean Maloney in with a full house today. We have Stephen Hoyle, Sam Worthington and Christy Doran all locked and loaded with the headsets on. Fellas, welcome back to the fold. We've had a couple of weeks off just to freshen up and get ready for some torrid viewing in the middle of the night. It's uh, very tricky, very tricky uh, trying to deal with those time zones, but uh, Christy has got the the kettle boiling and um, we're going to be good to go. Yep. It's only been one week, really. It doesn't. In RC, yeah. we've had one week. Feels yeah, but we longer. haven't we haven't been in here for yonks. No, no, I haven't been in here Our for podcast. A while, had the a podcast. Had a week off rugby and podcast into a touch lazy. Uh, you're right, though. The international season obviously came to an end from a rugby championship perspective just last week, and that's what we're going to be able to lead into our first game, the Grand Slam Tour with the Wallabies and Wales this weekend. A side, an Australian side, that showed some great glimpses in their last hit out against the All Blacks. Yeah, they certainly did, didn't they? They were very impressive, particularly um, their tight five, which was, they, they were fantastic. They managed to get a lot of momentum and ball carrying ability through the middle and for, for once. It's been years since we've actually penetrated through the middle, hasn't it? Well, I don't know. That sounds a bit wrong. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself, mate. Yeah, no, I think the it was it was quite pleasing to see the progress of the tight five in particular for mine. Um, Coleman, Arnold, uh, Lepetti, Tamani, no, he's not the tight five, but these guys, along with Sakopi, Scotty Co, yeah. you know, these guys are starting to really, you know, dent the line. And, and that's probably a part of the, the game where we've struggled in the last 12 months, especially. So there's certainly good signs. It's frustrating that the score blew out to what it was. And obviously there's all those other talking points about the disallowed try, which I thought was pretty harsh at the time but um the best thing about this is they're getting a fresh start they're up to the europe they get five games to play it's a, a good opportunity for them they'll put what's happened this year behind them and and i think this week over in uh in wales they're a genuine chance yeah, it has been a tough year and i think they'll probably draw on some good memories from the world cup a lot of obviously a lot of them were involved in that and uh yeah they'll, they'll be able to get some good vibes going up there and and there were a lot of positives out of that all blacks game and it's they actually looked like the dominant forward pack didn't they ball carrying wise the all blacks line speed wasn't quite there and they were rolling um over their advantage line with with these at times so wells they're missing um a few key forwards uh alan Wynne jones sam warburton and, and the big one i, I think is uh toby Fallatel, who's an immense player for them so I think the Wallabies will, will back themselves to rumble it up um, up front against uh, against Wales we've got such a great record against the Welsh too so that's uh, that plays in the back of guys minds does you know? it? it certainly does yeah you, you just feel as though that um, you know like your side's been capable of most guys in that side have played in or played with a lot of players next to them that have, have won there regularly and it's a re- it's an amazing place to play footy like if you've never been if you can go to one test match overseas that would be the one I'd like to been go there, to been there been there doesn't matter who Wales are playing. Australia Wales would be great. But Watch Wales vs Scotland yeah. 2002. Would have been amazing. Was working at the walkabout there yeah. on the main street. Bosses let me off the afternoon. Got tanked at work before going to the game. Got tanked after yeah. while working. Yeah. That was the way, mate. It was amazing. Like they would, the the whole country it seems like descends on Cardiff, which is uh, feels like a smaller city, and uh, they would flood in from early from. 
the second the doors open, we're talking 9 a.m. Yep. Chockers, they're Pints bringing full. leaks in. Pints yeah. full. They're bringing leaks in with them. That's like the 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 thingo, you know, the leak. Yeah, yeah. You guys know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and just the best. I was there for Rob Howley's last game. Rob Howley, the famous scrum half yep. for, uh, for Wales. Hell of a send-off. Hell of a ground to watch footy. You just feel like you're sitting on the pitch. You're so close to the action. It's exactly what Test Rugby should be. Like, the whole town shuts down. Mm. And as you said, you, you take as a player, you get on the team bus and you drive through. And you hear of all this stuff about the Origin and the Caxton. And it, it's probably rugby's equivalent, but without the aggression from what you hear. Like, they're just so appreciative. They clap you, win, lose, or draw it the way out. They clap you. Um, they're just... A, it's a happy town. It's buzzing. And, you know, most of them are asleep by 9pm because they've been on the cans or the Big pints. Days. Drinking the brains. Drinking those brains. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, their voices, like, there's some pretty, with all due respect, not the best-looking blokes over there, but then they've got voices of angels. Paul Potts. The Welsh, yeah. It's, yeah. Quite, it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful sound yeah. for Beautiful the, uh, city. The yeah. I love the Welsh. Had some great times there. Oh, did I have some times in Wales. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, we should probably mentioned that one of your best test moments was against the Welsh Halsey back in 2007 that was wasn't it you was sco- yeah yeah scoring a last win at try to seal a, an unlikely Wallabies win can you just quickly take us back to that I can I, can. I don't know about quickly I'll talk you through it um, <laughs> take your time uh, Dan Vickerman to his credit never scored a test try and he's still livid at me to this day because Dan probably could have hmm. he says he could have like let's be honest Vix I think he would have been dragged down a couple of metres short so he wisely and unselfishly passed to me who was we just had an overlap the, the test was we were behind with about two or three minutes to go I'd only come on the field for about it was the last play of the game it was the last play of the game first test of the year World Cup year um, and yeah I got the right place right time Where were, so when you say right place where were you specifically on the field oh look I got spent a fair bit of time between 12 and 13 you have multi-phase a lot of people used to say I was a 12 and a half um, certainly wasn't on the wing there was a man outside you're on me. the wing mate there's someone out Mark no Rowe there was wasn't me, mate, mate. No. The footage, oh, so the why not pass to Mark Gerard then one of the best finishers in Australian rugby because I was the best finisher at the time <laughs> at the time and then he layered it up he does his he massive big dive, dive puts yeah. it down and you know, I've never dived since because I generally wrecked my sternum on that dive. There's yeah. an art form to the proper dive. There is. I've seen guys wind themselves with the rock. Yeah, it's all dive. about the equal feet and chest. I feel. And okay. Yes. Mac Yeddo was a good diver. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's AAC. done it. AAC almost. He almost goes too much chest over. His feet are above yeah. his chest, and it's high risk for AAC. But can you imagine if you had to grasp that pill whilst diving? Lost a Test match against Wales. Yeah, I could have. I can imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine how. No, it's a good the, moment. John Connolly actually we'll said clip to me, the, I'll, "You know what? I'll yep. clip it up." Okay. And as part of the podcast that's going to get tweeted out and on the Facebooks, I'll throw that up in that's there for you. That's a result. Jeez, I'm glad I came in here today. Wonderful I'll put it up. Your likes will go through the roof. The kids can, can you understand what the uh, the Welsh players are saying out there in the on the field? Oh, I don't know. Um, They're not Irish, mate. They're not. <laughs> that was an Irish <laughs> accent. Yeah, the Welsh is... Well, they've got their own language, of course, a lot but of they speak English out there. Yeah. Um, There's no secret Welsh codes going on? Uh, no, not that I know of. In the no. line-outs? No, no, never. Not many people speak it, mate. You know who does speak it? Dude and Gavin and Stacey Halsey put me on that. It's an old show. Bryn. 2007. Bryn. <laughs> <laughs> Have seen Gavin and Stacey? No. Gavin and Stacey uh, is, mate, is a great show. Um, you know, James uh, James Corbin? Yep. Who, he wrote it. He, he wrote it. He's in there as Smithy. Smithy. Bit of a, bit of a reprobate. <laughs> and uh, they speak a bit of Welsh. That Where are they from? Are the islands? Uh, They're from the islands. Yeah, um, down that way. Out yeah. that way. Clenefly. Strong, strong accents. Oh, I love the Welsh. So this week, so you reckon that we're going to get it done? You reckon the Wallabies yeah, are okay? Yeah, I, I do. Again, you look at when England came out here, the, the, the momentum they had from just recently playing in the Six Nations, and I think we take the benefit of that now. They've just come 
into camp, the Welsh and all mm. the UK teams, because they've been playing in premiership and their, their competitions up north. So we have the advantage now of being together for a long period of time. We've played a lot of footy. Ten tests have we played this year? Seven in the oh, last feels 10, like, 12 weeks. Feels so like I think it's ten, yeah, this year. Yeah. And uh, again, it's hard to look at the, Wall- the Wallabies versus the All Blacks last week and say... Um, the scoreboard doesn't reflect the improvement that we're seeing. But I, I do feel that we've got players, and, and most importantly, young players like Coleman, Hayla Petty. Tamani. Tamani, Simon Krevy before he got injured. These guys are starting to play really good footy, and they're looking not comfortable because you'd never want them comfortable, but they're looking like they belong, and that's a good thing for us. And Foley back in form as well, which is pretty big. Quite Quade did a reasonable job there, but uh, Foley had his best like he was in the World Cup last year. Um, I don't... A bit strange what happened to him this season. Maybe he got a bit burnt out from uh, playing on throw in Japan and not, not getting any time off, but he just yeah, hadn't been at his best. But it was yeah back to it against the All Blacks, so hopefully he can carry on. Do you think we'll see Reese Hodge there for the remainder of the Grand Slam? I'd love just to see some consistency around some of the selections. Hodge to 12? I think you'll probably say that. I, what You've got Kyle Godden, who's the other option in the squad, and he's uncapped, so I think it'd be a huge risk for him to go in there anytime soon. And... Uh, well, look, if if Quade starts at 10, then potentially Foley back to 12. But uh, we, we saw that throughout those uh, the rugby championship that that combination didn't quite click, really. There, there was glimpses of what they could do when, when Quade was uh, at 10 against Argentina in Perth when they exploded in the opening 20. But apart from that, they had a lot of ball against South Africa over there and uh, and came up with just the one try, which was a really work try from Scott Scott scored under the under the post. But um, I think, yeah, I agree. We need some combinations and consistency right throughout, not just at, at 10 and at 12. But I think we're starting to see that with Adam Coleman uh, in, in, in the second row now. Um, and, and that's what we've been crying out for for a while. About Rory Arnold's twin brother just signing with the, uh, the force, the exact same size. Not, not many people know about him, but you were saying that if you, when he was younger, he was more of a prospect than, than Rory, Big Richie. What, what about getting them, both of them out there at some point? Well, good. 2.08 metres. Identical twins. Identical twins from a Willembala from the Northern Rivers. Did Darren Coleman discover them? No, it wasn't DC. It was He'd probably else. claim them, but I don't think he did. That's his neck of the woods. Maybe, the New South Wales uh, Country Eagles coach. He's up there now. Someone, you, maybe? Yeah, someone yeah. dug him out. Yeah. Said, hey, I think Garrick Morgan might have been a, had a part in it. That's Former Wallabies second row. I'm pretty sure he may have caught, they might have caught his eye. But they're identical twins. Yeah. Like spot on. Yeah. And Rory. How many actually, identical twins have played Test Rugby in the same <laughs> team, same time? Ever happened, you reckon? Oh, the yellows. Identical, identical twins. Identical. Yeah, yeah, I think Glenn and, Glenn and Mark are identical. Are they? If you go back to their schoolboy days, they're like... Seriously? Yeah, there's plenty of great stories of those two swapping over at halftime. One saying, I'm tired, you take my jersey, you like go that, on. Is that right? A lot of games probably played by Glenn and Mark. A few antics in the pub afterwards, probably. I think technically Sayer and Ant Fang are identical twins, but... Like, no, no, that's not... I think... Do you know what the word... I got locked out of the fridge as a kid. And do you know what the word identical means, mate? <laughs> yeah, I, I do, and there is a biological version as opposed to what we see, and over time, you see identical twins start to... At what age do they... Yeah. Oh, well, you can say in Anthony's case, I think it was <laughs> six minutes after birth. <laughs> I think it was one must have got former and the other must, and I'm not and sure. And they're, uh, the they're both Brumbies. off to the Brumbies. I just yeah. saw they've been announced to the Brumbies, too. So uh, you like the looks of the consistency within the side. I like to see consistency, consistency <laughs> so that we can feed them uh, players that we can all cheer for. Thank you very much, That we can all get around and start supporting because there's been so much chopping and changing this year that it's hard. I mean, this is what the Wallaby spoke about when Czech first went in as coach. Identity, 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 which is great for them as a team, but no one else knows 
what that identi- or can, can identify with anyone because there's so much chopping and changing. Well, particularly so, if you're not winning. If you're not winning as well. So hopefully um, some consistency around that. And then we, you know, we've got some kids saying, hey, there's the Arnold boy. Yeah. And there's, there's, the, <laughs> there's, Hodge, there's the Hodge kid, you yeah. know? Yeah. Be good. You do it. I mean, you have to have a squad, but you're quite right. I think he probably over-tinkered, especially with the locking combinations. He was, he was trying to find something which... I guess he can now argue that they have stumbled across it through that experimentation. But, um, yeah, they do need to bed down some combinations. I reckon you could go back. I reckon you could almost name the starting World Cup team, 99 through 2001. I reckon you could almost name the Wallaby team off the top of your head. Hmm. I reckon that, you know... Are we going to do it now? That's a team who who had, you know, you could identify with them. People knew who they were. I think you've also got to look at it, and and there's always (coughs) got to be a year where your blood plays. And last year probably was the right time to do it to put in terms of plays like Coleman I thought could have played test footy last year mm. uh Petty was good like these guys but it's really hard to do that in a World Cup year so uh, you get you also the problem with the World Cup year is you get so you get a lot of less tests leading into the World Cup and you don't want guys debuting in World Cups it's a pretty big risk so uh this year 10 guys have had their Wallaby mm. debut and that's a Massive number for Australian rugby, and that's a good thing. We'll hopefully be sitting back in you know, two, three years' time, just before the World Cup in Japan, and we'll be talking about how Coleman's got his 40th test, and Arnold's on his 40th, and Reese Hodges played 35, and that's you know that's a pretty important part of the game. And all these guys, you go back to 91, and you know, Eels and Horan and Kearns and Little, they came in only 18 months before that. So you've got to give these guys an opportunity. How many tests do you think they'd have to win in the spring tour to, to deem it a success? All to of them. F- four out of five? All of them. Nothing but nothing but the All slam? Of them. Especially I think the they can afford to drop the French game just because that's technically not part of the slam. Sure. You can go, oh, well, rest they lost them. the French. No, no, no. What did you say? <laughs> rest them. <laughs> rest them. No, there won't be any resting. Um, but it's yep. just because that technically you, isn't part of the slam. Do you think slam. that's how they might approach it? Maybe or play a slightly weakened team against France if it's I think they'll they'll make that decision based on how their first couple of tests go because well, they a midweek game and they've well, got a few players well, France, by the time they hit France um, those Barbars players will come across one they say so Paddy Ryan Kyle Godwin and a couple Andrew others join the squad those guys they'll there. join the squad for that French for that French game well yeah then and if the, if the Wallabies have one I reckon if they'll only give other guys an opportunity if they've lost one of the games prior they'll they won't give the likes of the Barbars gotcha. a, a game unless they're um, they've lost the slam already. This whole season could be really shaped by that last game against England, couldn't it? Um, you know, that if say they drop one or two games before that on, on tour, um, you know, the knives are going to be out a bit. But if they beat England in that last game, then that's going to, you know, put a different shade on the whole season. And, and similarly, if they do get a roll on and, and the Grand Slams alive, um, that England game is going to be absolutely massive. So yeah, huge amount riding on that that final test of the year when they're going to be absolutely knackered. So that's yeah, it's it's a big ask, isn't it? Um, but like you said, like you said, Halsey, like it's it's so good that there are no excuses for that England game for Australia because I reckon you can probably give them a, a little leeway having had that limited prep for June. I don't think there's, I don't think you can get to that. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but no excuses. You know, going back to Twickenham where you've won how many of your last, however many starts, going across from this year and last, and you're just going to be looking to finish with some pop and some fizz. I can't wait for that game. And England, Jeez, uh, I can't wait for that. England are riddled, riddled with injuries at the moment. Yeah, we were going through them today. There's you know half a dozen pretty key players over there. So yeah, Eddie Jones is going to be tested for the first you know real time um, in, in his tenure with England um, to, to see what he can come up with with the likes of Mara Toje. Uh, you know, not a Toje is the big one. Like that's yep. yeah, he's just no such Haskell. A, 
Yeah, Haskell Otojo, like yeah. that, they were very instrumental in why England have been successful in the last 12 months. So, yeah, again, they bring guys like Wood, who haven't played Test since the World Cup. He's an experienced bloke from Northampton. They'll, they'll get a lot of... Um, they do have depth over there, don't they? Like, they do. They've got the yeah. premiership, you know, 16 teams in top division. They've got 14 in the second. So they've got plenty of players to choose from. But you're right, this will be the first time they'll probably be tested. A shame they're not playing the All Blacks because... You know, they're, they're number one and number two in the world. It would be nice just to see where they stand as opposed to the All Blacks. We've seen how good they've been this year, but we'll have to wait another year for that game. Yeah, that seems crazy that they uh, haven't been able to schedule that. Uh, cause New Zealand play Ireland twice on this tour, once in Chicago, of course. It, yeah, it seems a bit strange, uh, but oh well, we'll have to That's this weekend, that isn't one. it? Soldier Field. Chicago, yeah. The, potentially uh, they'll be the World Series baseball holders by that stage too. The Cubbies. <laughs> the All Blacks. The Cubbies. Oh, okay. so the Cubbies. They're a good side. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the All Blacks. Don't have to feel Murray. <laughs> yeah, I think the All Blacks uh, have been slightly overshadowed by the Cubs over there. So, um, so that's in progress as we... Yeah. Do this podcast bottom six, of the ninth, isn't nah, it? No, six six extra oh, okay. innings. Yeah, extra innings. Ooh, and a rain many, delay. How many down? They're, rain delay. Six six extra innings. They're just yep. about to start the extra innings. It's a rain delay. Yeah, yeah. So you've got what's the field got, set? You know, what I love. What? I love that there are two <laughs> two of my favourite movie characters yeah. or movie. Or Bill Murray. Favorite, Bill Murray's with the Cubs. Yeah, and Charlie Sheen's with the Indians. Yeah, of course played. Um, yeah. played the Wild Thing wild in thing. Major League One, one of the great Couldn't sport movies. You know, actually, do you know what? Both those guys can lay claim to having had starred in some of the greatest sports movies of all time. Caddyshack, yep. Bill Murray, Carl Spackler, and... Uh, Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Yeah. Do you, reckon they like, do you reckon they have reunion? Like the Wild Thing Cleveland Indians have like a... The Major League guys have like a reunion? I reckon Charlie Sheen has a reunion Snipes. every night with someone about do you reckon? <laughs> Wesley Snipes, Tom Berenger. Do you reckon they like all get together? I think Wesley's doing time, mate, for tax evasion. And they so celebrate. They well, celebrate. they go and see Wesley. And they celebrate. Yeah. I love the thought Bill, of that. Bill Murray really is one of the greats, isn't he? He's always all doing time. something epic. He just he popped up uh, in a New York bar the other day, just started serving drinks to people, yeah. and uh, just, just wonderful scenes. I loved him in um, Forrest Gump, Bill Murray. Great movie. <laughs> this is what he does, mate. He tries to wind you up with stupid comments. I'll leave that one through to he the... He was uh, so good in Life Aquatics, Steezy Zoo. Steezy. <laughs> to the catcher. Steezy's all time. Uh, okay, so that's this weekend. New Zealand v. Ireland in Chicago. What do you reckon, What do we think New Zealand will do to Ireland in uh, Chicago? It's going to be tough, mate. I tell you. That's, be, see, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Um, at some point, the All Blacks are going to... The All Blacks didn't actually play uh, particularly well at Eden Park against Australia, did they? So, I don't know. Come on, mate. Well, they, they really didn't, though. That's well, you know what? They, they gave a few more chances away than they normally do, but they still took almost everyone they created for themselves. That was probably the difference. Just their defence let them down a little bit, but when they got their chance in attack, they still... They still nailed like the nine fumble. Out of 10. The fumble after the disallowed try to Australia to create a try from they just go bang, mm. bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll want to put on a show over there in Chicago. You know, an exciting new venue and trying to impress the uh, the Yanks. But they've got a few injury concerns with uh, three their three top locks all out: Whitelock, Rotelic, and Romano. So they're going to be uh, tested there. I guess Karen Reid will, will step up in the lineout. So well, has got a good uh, locking pairing too. They've got a good lineout. Yeah, so that could be an area they can can have a crack at them. So it'll be they'll what. Win by 30 instead of 40. Mm, surely they're going to get really tested at some point. It's just If they've got that world record that's gone now, maybe their motivation slips slightly. But they Ireland are, they have are never impressive. beaten the All Blacks. That's amazing. Isn't Ever. It? Ever. They've gone so close. Well, this has been the year of upsets. And, uh, Ian, Ian, Payton, uh, Ian Payton just tweeted that, actually. Ireland paying $12 the year of the upset. Maybe. 
Is yeah. it the year of the upset in terms of one-off games, though? It's more season-long things, well, isn't it? To, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You're going to draw, draw a difference yeah. there. It's a full, it's a full series. Yeah, Northern Suburbs, Club Rugby. Northern Suburbs, yeah. Club Rugby. It's a full suburb. Yeah. It's a full series, yeah. season kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay, so All Blacks by plenty this weekend. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. What's, well, who else have we got running around? So South Africa South against Africa the Barbers. The Barbers yeah. What about South Africa coming out and saying they're just going to play their own game? They'll play their own game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ten-man footy. Keep it tight, and not loosey goosey. Are they saying they're going to? So they the said, pick the hell out of it. No, so they said against the barbers. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's punishable by <laughs> expulsion, I reckon. That's not cool at all. You're just not allowed to play them ever again. Yeah, we've that's got like a uh, spirit. Maybe the barbers will just out. will just barbar them. Can you know? imagine that? That'd be great if oh. they rolled them. I reckon. Be, yeah. I reckon Alistair could see the South African coach be on the first flight home. Yeah, it's a shame actually because he's. Uh, we were over in South Africa recently. Nice guy. Lovely guy, but what you hear from, you know, you think Australian rugby's doing it tough and you get a lot of comments in the street about this and that and everyone's got their own opinion. In South Africa, it is tenfold at the moment. Like, so being there for that Wallaby test versus the box in Pretoria. And everyone said the same thing. This is what I found really interesting. Everyone said that Alistair has been given the coaching team that he didn't choose. So he's been said, here you go, you're the Springbok coach and you're working with him, him, him and him. And he's had very little say in the political, you know, there's politics in rugby and then there's, politics in rugby in South Africa and it's just tenfold like it's a nightmare and it doesn't seem as though it's going to be fixed overnight so I don't think by getting rid of a coach is going to solve your problem like we've got a few issues with players playing overseas and getting them back and all that they've got they're they're like Australia times 10 with their issues yeah Alistair Kutsi might be a nice guy but I don't think it was the right appointment does it like the team just doesn't seem to have a clear direction or or identity the word that we talked about before and it's a shame that um, I think Johan Ackham and uh, the Lions you know they were playing such tremendous rugby it's a shame he couldn't uh, be given that job to try and you know shape them in his his image because they do have some good players but it was all about the timing of course because you know Alistair stood down from the storm as this time last year and had been in, or had been in Japan, had he? Went to Japan, yeah. Yeah, so he was available and I think, you know, the Lions came good this season yeah, and it, again, timing's everything and Johan Ackerman probably would be a great Springbok coach but it's just about timing and he's got to, if he can do that again with the Lions next year then maybe that's the, the direction they take but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen over there. The Barbas, you know one thing, they're going to have a good week, the Barbas, that's generally how it goes. Well, you were lining up for him about this time last year, were you? Yeah, I was, yeah. Mm. And played against Gloucester and Argentina. And Talk us through the week of prep with the Barbas, mate. Well, I don't know if preparation's the right word. It's, <laughs> okay. it's the greatest social week of your rugby career. It's like a it's like a club tour, but the best thing about it is you, you're playing against, sorry, you're playing with guys that you've played against your whole career, perhaps, and you just get to hang out with them and meet new guys, and, and it's very social. You're at functions all week. Um, and they encourage you to play a really attractive style of footy. So, who um, was the best tourist? Uh, our tour, I think <laughs> Sopawanga was a good yeah, tourist. Yeah, Sopawanga. I thought he was pretty good. Okay. Um, Jamie McIntosh from Otago, the Highlanders. The big whopper. Yeah, big whopper. He was he was very good. Look, everyone, a lot of the All Blacks as well. They just come back from the World Cup uh, campaign in New Zealand. Sorry, they'd won the World Cup and they'd been back in New Zealand doing the. Uh, parades and whatnot, so they hadn't really been able to relax. So then you got Milner Scudder had come in and um, Charlie Famoina, and and I was rooming with James Chipper Hanson. He's always good fun. Scotty Fardy. So the guys, most of the guys had been there, had played in the World Cup. Victor Matfield, Bucky's both. So they'd come back. So it's, it's a really good social week, and I can't imagine the the barbarians taking it too seriously. But not that, with Paddy Ryan starting. What do you mean? Well, he. 
he's a good tourist. That's what I'm saying. Paddy Ryan's a good tourist. Yeah, and he'll, he'll fit in quite well over there. That's right. Who else, who else we got? Tim Kelly, uh, no, Yorobora, he's there. There's heaps, well, there's other, there's yeah. heaps of Aussies in there. Morahan, Andrew Reddy's there. He's on the bench. Andrew Reddy. heaps, mate. Andrew Reddy could get a call up in the store at some point, couldn't he? He wouldn't be able to play for the We've got Tolulatu. I'm saying, if someone maybe goes down, he... yeah. Go well, very good. Okay, uh, well, so we're gonna do this again next week. We're gonna keep kicking through the spring tour, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Ho- hopefully, it's one from one for a Wallabies perspective. Uh, with a big win this weekend. Before we go, quick mention a big shout out to the Perth Spirit who landed their maiden NRC title up in Tamworth a couple of weeks back. That was a bloody good effort from them. They had a lot of travel, bit of jet star time, but they still hung tough. Broke what? their title drought. Another drought broken. What are you, Three sh- years. What are you nodding your head at? No, no, that defence was was monumentous. How good was it? Yeah, it was they were, Yeah, they so during the game, we we were a little bit critical of the Eagles, thinking, like, what are they doing wrong here? They're missing clean-outs. They're not effective. But it, in reality, you go back and look at it. it was they just got dominated. Brutal. They just got dominated. Just awesome defence from the, the spirit and... Um, and the likes of Morahan, a bit of class there with that 80-metre try. So, well done to them. You know, they're going through a bit of a tough time over there in Perth. See what happens with their club. But let's, it's, it's let's hope they show uh, a lot of ticker and spirit. Yeah, they, they did. Excuse the pun. Let, let's hope it does uh, roll on into the, the fourth season. Obviously, it's a completely different level. But, you know, it's, it's a good sign at least. that Good got players some, popped up for Perth Spirit got some through good young that NRC. Good players popped up across the entire Hardwick. competition. Uh, Richard was Hardwick great. was phenomenal. You got um, your wish with the Meeks, Tom, and, Tom and Thor going on tour Tom as well. And we nailed Izzy Parisi there. We got him there. We got Izzy Parisi on the plane. Do you think there's... What, what's the word at the... Uh, you're very close to everyone at the ARU, Horsey. Is there any chance these development players actually get some time in the test team? I don't know, mate. I, I think that'll only happen if there's injuries, I'd, yep. I'd imagine. They'll get one chance and they'll get that midweek game. Like Dempsey's over, he could easily play. Dempsey could, and I think he's 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 a player that the Wallabies need, like um, a player like a good ball-running back rower who's abrasive, a bit like a Rocky Elsom, and that's what we're lacking, really. Like, I know we've got Lepetti Taman in there at the moment, but we need to be able to combine it all with a line-out man. Uh, you've picture all the best sides in the world like a Kieran Reid and you go back through time and they've all got these tall mobile athletic back rows and we need one so I think Dempsey certainly he's a bit like a Sean McMahon he'll train every session at 100% and Czech loves that so who knows the only one that can't play at the moment is obviously Tong and Thor because he needs another year of uh, in Australia before he's eligible for the Wallabies but Callaway Dempsey yeah if they play well in that Barbos game, you, you can't see why not. What about Michael Checker in a sling? Um, does he need to? Can, can you tell us any stories from his training involvement um, and your time in the Tars? How, how physical did he did he get with everyone? You know, he was always pretty hands on, and that's probably why you know he walked into the Waratahs and, and got some street cred straight away because he'd be tackling guys and holding bags and like there was there was literally times when we were doing one on one tackling and he wasn't happy with how it was. He'd just go in and say run at me and blokes, and he'd find a way to tackle them or tackle me. Like he was very hands on, so. He can't do that at the moment, um, but you know, maybe he'll throw Larkham in there and <laughs> snap up his old knees. Who knows? Nathan Gray would be happy to throw a few tackles. You in. stay away from Nathan Gray. Yeah. He's, he's always been in the ground at fifteen. Nathan Gray. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's hard. Okay, yeah. fellas, we are done and dusted. I will let you swing. It's a beautiful time of year to be out and about. Beautiful time to watch some late night rugby. If you want to catch the Wallabies at V Wales, it is on Bean Sports this week, all part of the Fox Hill platform. No dramas there, or the commentary to come from the UK. No Clarky this time around. So that's where you'll find it. Kick off around about 3 a.m. Sunday morning. 1.30 a.m. 1.30 a.m. Sunday morning. It's 3 a.m. somewhere, Sean. That's Indeed all you're going to worry about. You're going to miss the whole... You're going to catch the last 10 minutes with it. 
timekeeping. Potentially. With a kebab, though. We're lucky to make it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. And thank you for listening as well. We'll catch you all again same time next week.